Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome to the show. Hi, Benny. Hi, David. Thank you both, uh, both of the producers here for the Dr. Pat Show on Transformation Talk Radio. And uh, today is December 7th. And this is one of these days that, you know, if you're me and you have a birthday in December or if you come from a military family, like, of course, you know, I've shared about my uncle and my aunts, you know, captains in the military and the stories they told. And my dad didn't didn't join the military because he was a trucker. He had a trucking business. And back here in the United States back then, people that were transporting things in the United States were very important to the infrastructure, right? And so my dad was part of a different side of this. He was part of how do we keep materials, supplies? How do we keep the machine going uh, of, of, of what people need during World War II especially? But today, Mark Anthony is joining me here today because we are talking about how do we honor and remember our heroes? Uh, we're also taking your calls, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, as we are reminded of our heroes, then and now. And so COVID-19, Pearl Harbor, or any event that attempted to stop our freedom has simply made us stronger. Let's honor all on this day. Mark, of course, you know him as the psychic lawyer. You know him as the psychic explorer. You know him as media Mark Anthony. You know him as one of the books, of course, Evidence of Eternity, evidenceofeternity.com. He has been in the Hollywood Times, the Huffington Post, anything that you want to name, any book, television show, you name it, radio across the world. And he is also my co-host in our new show, The Psychic and the Doc. But today he's stepping up with all of his gifts, all of his talents, and he's bringing an opening. He's opening that portal for all of us out there to remember and honor, remember and honor. Uh, Mark, it is great to, to see you on like a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I know, thank, thank you for having me on Dr. Pat and to all the listeners, yeah. uh, keep tuning into Dr. Pat and, and to our show, The Psychic and the Doc. And you know, Dr. Pat, I, I'm so glad that you asked me to be on the show today because we're, we're saluting yeah. our heroes. And you know, superheroes don't wear capes and tights, they wear boots, they wear camouflage, they wear dog tags. Those are our heroes, the, the men and women that have put their lives on the line uh, from, from day one. You know, over the weekend, 
I started, um, I rewatched the, uh, the, the miniseries John Adams. And it was, it's just, there's so much that's going on today that, that watching uh, this recreation of our founding fathers had these debates about freedom and separation of powers and freedom of religion and, and keeping uh, tyrants under control. It, it just, it's as relevant today as it was 250 years ago. And if it weren't for the men and women in uniform, none of this would matter. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting day for a lot of reasons, right? I was, um, you almost, when you prepare for a show like this, Mark, right? You know, it's almost like we tune in, like other things out there, because this is really an honoring. But so much of our freedom, right, so much of our freedom either would be talking about what we would be talking about today or we would not be talking about today based on that event and the rising up as a result of this. And, you know, it says that we here as Americans, you know, we come back stronger. I was reading a, a, a message from Stevie Wonder, you know, the musician Stevie Wonder today. Yeah. And his message came out and it said, hey, Georgia, you're on my mind. And he was reminding people, yes, this is Pearl Harbor and the Remembrance, but it's also the last day uh, deadline to register to vote in Georgia. And, you know, it's interesting how many days we pick that land on December 7th. Why is this day and what is it about this day, shall I say, that calls to you, right? Because you have a special gift and talent. But this day in particular, and all the souls, you know, all the souls that were lost on this day, what is it about this day that so touches your heart, Mark? Well, it's it's very personal um, for for my family. Uh, my father was was in the U.S. Navy. He did serve in the Second World War, and. You know, I was a surprise to my parents. They had me later in life. I, I wasn't planned. I, I didn't come along, you know. And when I went to Pearl Harbor uh, a few years ago, and uh, right now the USS Arizona Monument is, is um, it's decaying. They're not letting anybody out there. So I was able to, to go there before that had happened. And I stopped in my tracks, Dr. Pat, because when I went and I saw the list of names, I saw somebody matching one of uh, the family names on my father's side of the family. And I did some research because they, you know, they have research uh, there at Pearl Harbor. And apparently he is like a third cousin of my father. So one of my relatives was killed on the USS Arizona on December 7th, 1941, when Japan you know, hit us with this sneak attack. And my dad was was a kid. In fact, he he lied about his age so he could join the U.S. Navy. And I'd like to, to share um, a story. I believe in synchronicity. I don't believe that anything is coincidence. And there was my father and his best friend, Jack, and they're from the small town in Pennsylvania. And my dad wanted to be a Marine and Jack wanted to join the Navy. And they went on the same day and Jack got there early and the Navy was closed for lunch, the Navy recruiter's office. So he went next door to the Marines and signed up. 
My dad got there a little bit later and the Marines were closed for lunch. So he went next door and signed up for the Navy. And then in April of 1945, the US launched the largest amphibious operation in military history, even larger than D-Day was the invasion of Okinawa. And Jack was killed on the, the beaches of Okinawa and my dad was spared. And my father and I talked about this quite a bit throughout his life, he, he's since passed. He said, it's as if something intervened and switched our places. I was supposed to be that Marine that died, but instead I was the sailor who lived. So there's a lot about this time of year. We, we talked about this last week uh, on the Psychic in the Dock, and I'm yeah. sure we'll be talking about it again because our show this week is the first day of Hanukkah. And this is the time of year when it becomes the darkest time of the year. And the Earth's movement around the sun, and we have a fascinating conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn coming up on the winter solstice of, of all day of days. So this time of year in particular, there's a lot going on astrologically, astronomically, and also spiritually with people because it's symbolic of the light time of the year giving way to the darker time of the year in, in the Northern Hemisphere. So it's, it's very symbolic for a lot of people. It's a time to symbolize change. It is. And, you know, the other thing we also talked about and and we're going to continue to talk about is the energy of this time of year. And even when you go back, Mark, and first of all, thank you for sharing that story. You know, we often forget of the souls that put themselves forward in so many ways during that war um, to ensure our freedom. And, you know, when we think about it and those people that have watched the events of that war, even from afar, right? Even if you're not a history buff, right? And you watch it from afar, you'll see there were a few real pivotal moments, right? That caused us to go either in one direction or another. There are a few, a few key pivotal moments where action was going to be taken or inaction and sometimes that was part of it but it is a time to honor and you know we've seen the movies right about pearl harbor we've seen them and they don't even come close to depicting what that was like right would you agree oh absolutely um one of the great honors of my life is in a year before my dad passed. He passed in 2017, but in 2016, um, he went on what's known as the honor flight. And I want to put a plug in for the honor flight. The honor flight was started probably better part of 20 years ago by a couple pilots that started flying World War II and Korean War veterans to Washington, D.C. so they could see the monuments that are erected in our nation's capital to these heroes. Well, it's become a large nonprofit corporation. Southwest Airlines donates space on their, their planes. And so each member of the honor flight has a guardian. And, and I was my dad's guardian. And we flew to D.C. And um, anyone who gets the opportunity, you don't have to be a family member. You can volunteer to do this. For the honor flight, please, please do this. Because we're losing over 600 World War II veterans a day. They're going to be gone soon. 
and the Korean War veterans, they're disappearing um, uh, daily as well. And I will never forget seeing the tears in my father's eyes at the Pacific Memorial and when people were cheering for him, because, you know, when you get off the plane and, and you know, you're, you're and, and they make sure that all the, um, the honor flight uh, attendees are in a wheelchair. Okay, whether they need it or not. But, you know, these are all guys in their you know, yeah. late 80s and 90s. And when people were cheering and the tears in my father's eyes, and he said, these people are cheering for me. He said, but who they should be cheering for are the guys that didn't make it. And, you know, Dr. Pat, even though his friend Jack had died over 70 years before, he still mourned him. Grief has no expiration date. The yeah. sacrifice that Jack and all these other men and women made, it isn't in vain. They're not just a blip in history. Every life matters. Every life counts. And our veterans are damn important. And, and it, sorry, I'm, I'm on the verge of getting all political, and I'm really disgusted on both sides of the aisle for not doing a better job with the Veterans Administration. All right, so I'll get off that, that soapbox, but um, um, this is a very important day to remember, yeah. and right now we're going through another struggle. Almost 3,000 people died the other day from COVID-19. Oh, yeah, that's okay. a day. Let's just very, very clear. <clears throat> Don't blow by this in a day not a week in a day akin to what happened at 9 at 911 9 but one day three th in the united states so this is the reality of not honoring and remembering just like we are on the verge of doing for our heroes not honoring and remembering and this is why this is so important let's take a short break mark when we come back Let's talk about the energy of honoring, what it means, how it connects us at a deep, deep soul level so that we remember what it means to stand together, what it means to do the things in the world to make this a better place, what it means for us, you know, to put down the banner of hate. What does it mean when you hold hands and come together as these heroes did Beginning, I would say, on December 7th, but for the years thereafter, what does this mean to connect heart to heart as heroes? We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death from debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind. Anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction. Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. 
or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you a feminine entrepreneur and you're tired of being stuck in the making just enough money trap? I hear you. I'm Julie Steelman, and I just released a brand new masterclass about how to unlock the three secrets to creating a financial breakthrough in your business. Come on over to calledbyfreedom.com. I'm going to walk you through the three things you need to do to create that financial breakthrough you've been craving. Come on over to calledbyfreedom.com. Are you ready to become an unstoppable force of love in the world? Then don't miss the Creative Empowerment Show, Invoking Radical Love, with Rachel Chase live every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Rachel shares tools, stories, and meditations to spark the flame of profound wisdom within you. If you want to awaken your superpowers and activate your heart, visit rachelchase.com. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on Soul Wisdom Abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at JenniferBloom.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Today, we are honoring and we're honoring our heroes. And this is actually a broader definition because we are reminded of our heroes then and now. And with COVID-19, Pearl Harbor, any event that attempted to stop our freedom, you know, it has made us stronger. Today, we honor all on this day. If you have someone that you would like Mark to connect you with, if you have someone in your family, if there is a message you'd like to receive or an insight, the phone lines are open for you. 1-800-930-2819. I'm sorry, go ahead, Mark. No, no, go ahead, Dr. Pat. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. Also, Mark, what is the best way for people to not only find out about you, but to find out how to work with you, et cetera? Certainly. Um, my website is evidenceofeternity.com, which is the same as my last book, Evidence of Eternity. And when you go there, you can find out about signing up for a one-on-one phone reading. And um, if people mention the Dr. Pat show uh, or December 7th, um, then you will be eligible for a reduction in, in the, the fee for a session. Because I want to do this for, uh, for the Pearl Harbor Day show that we're doing. Um, and also, I invite you to sign up for my newsletter and follow me on social media. And, you know, Dr. Pat, I've done a lot of readings for, for people in the military. And, you know, a lot of times people scoff at mediums and they think that, you know, we're making this up and all that. But there's an old expression. There's no atheist in a foxhole. And people that are in the military, they they have a a sixth sense or a heightened awareness of sixth sense, Uh, military, first responders, 
because you have to rely on your gut, on your intuitive sense, on your instinct, which is all, you know, just different names for our own inherent psychic abilities, because this is what keeps you alive. And also the expression that there's no atheists in foxholes. I mean, think about it. Um, you know, you get young people, little more than teenagers, and they're in these life and death situations. And if that doesn't evoke a sense of spirituality and con a confrontation of our own mortality, what else does? Yeah, I mean, there really is nothing else. And I, you know, one of the things we're focusing on today is, of course, December 7th and Pearl Harbor, but it has become a symbol for men and women. I mean, I think I've lost more friends in Iraq and, uh, and Afghanistan than I can even, uh, I, I, Afghanistan in particular, that I can even think about. And, you know, it's one of those places where we don't really talk very much about. Uh, and we don't really talk about, you know, the lives that get lost or have been lost. But these are souls too. And these are people that just like the frontline people that are out there uh, saving lives, you know, with COVID-19, you know, they are out there every day, whether they're doctors or nurses or caretakers or caregivers, you name it, they are in the front lines every day. And so this is a day, Mark, isn't it, where we can just open up and just take a moment and really honor those people that help us keep this place we live in a place of freedom. Certainly. You know, a lot of people, they don't understand, you know, why are we in Afghanistan? Well, there, there's a um, old school of thought in the military. Take the war to the enemy camp. Uh, that's where they are. Um, Afghanistan for centuries, for thousands of years. And that's the one place that Alexander the Great couldn't really conquer. The Russian Empire was defeated there uh, twice in the 19th century, and then the communist British Empire was defeated there. It's a very difficult terrain, and it's, it's very backward, and it's the perfect hornet's nest for these terror organizations. And so by being there, we're taking the war to the enemy camp, whereas if we ret retreat from it, that will give them a base of operations to use against us. Now, I want to make it perfectly clear. I don't like war. I don't like violence. I don't like seeing people um, kill their fellow human beings. But we are living in the material world, and we can sit here all day and send happy thoughts and say, raise our vibration. That's not going to change al-Qaeda or ISIS. And you know, my dad was explaining to me in, in warfare, you know, he said that, you know, when he was part of the occupation force of Japan, uh, the Japanese people, the emperor told them that you will, you will um, not resist the Americans. And he said, you know, he said, people are people. He said, but there were elements. He said, while the peace treaty was getting signed on the Missouri in Tokyo Harbor, I was in active combat with rogue elements of the Japanese military, the samurai who refused to surrender. So there's always going to be people that are hell-bent on violence and destruction. And the, that's why we need a military. And what's beautiful about the military of the United States is it's not used to oppress the people. There are many countries around the world that that's what the military does. It's an extension of the government's ability to suppress dissent and, and revolt. So when people say that, you know, um, talk about and demand freedom, you have to realize freedom isn't free. 
Somebody paid a price for it with their lives. Yeah, I think that part of this today is being at that place where we can just breathe in and exhale and find a place of kindness in our hearts. You know, perhaps the place of kindness in our hearts that for many of us, we had forgotten about. Um, we have someone that is waiting to speak with you, Super. Mark. And so, um, Nancy, Nancy from New Jersey. Hi, Nancy. Are you there? I am. I am here. Hey, welcome to the show. Hi, Nancy. Oh, I'm so excited. This is great. How can I help you, Nancy? Um, my father was in the military. He's deceased. And I have had readings before, but he hasn't never come through. All right, hold on, He's hold on, hum- hold on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see what we get. Okay. Um, reason is we want to open up and invite your dad's spirit to step forward. Now, um, sometimes the person you want to hear from the most is not always the first one to come through, but there is a male energy coming through. And what I'm getting with him is I'm feeling a lot of discomfort in my sinus passages, my ability to breathe. And I feel that um, the capillaries in my lungs are breaking down and that there was fluid building up in the chest cavity. So this could be some type of lung disease, but it could also be congestive heart failure. And I'm feeling that Um, He was a tough guy. This guy was a tough guy. But toward the end, this illness um, was, in his words, really kicking my, I'll say, butt. Okay, does this make any sense to you? Actually, he was in the nursing home for a different illness, but he aspirated. Uh, there we go. Uh, different yeah, different causes of death and different medical conditions may have a similar physical sensation to me. Normally, when I do right. uh, a reading, a one-on-one, I spend about 10 minutes at the beginning explaining my process, and I go over things right, like right. that. But but because we're on air, we gotta you know we gotta um, do an abbreviated. Uh, or rather a shorter reading. So, all right, I'm getting a guy with aspiration issues. All right, hold on. Hold on. Now, look, I know a lot of people like Easter Sunday, but he's talking about Easter Sunday, Easter Sunday, Easter Sunday. Um, And, you know, like in my family, we always went to church on Easter Sunday. But was there some particular issue with Easter, Easter Sunday, and or the Aries time frame. Aries being uh, roughly between March 20th and April 20th, which can indicate significant births, deaths, anniversaries, or events connected to you, your dad, or someone close to you within the Aries time frame. Oh, he actually passed on April 14th. I never forget the day before tax day. Well, there you go. That's the Aries time frame. And what it is, that also coincides with the Easter time frame. So we got your dad here, Nancy. All right. Oh, wow. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And the aspiration he did um, aspirate. Have you in your life had a struggle with tobacco? He's talking about you and tobacco. I don't know if like maybe you smoked, you tried to quit smoke, or you can't stand tobacco. But he's talking about you and the struggle with tobacco. Oh, yeah. I'm, I quit smoking. Yeah. No Very good. Smoking. See, your dad's letting you know that he's aware of this. And hold on. He said you're a spend thrift. He said you're very good about not living beyond your means and not, um, you know, he's, he's, he's not going so far as to say you're frugal, but he says you're very cautious. 
and that when it comes to your finances, you're very good about not taking unnecessary risks and chances. Does this make sense to you? It does. It does. Yes. All right. So you know what? You get that from him. That's what he said. Uh, he goes, he gets that from me. Do you have a love of gardening? Because before you respond, he's, he's holding open his hands and I see a bunch of ladybugs. Now, ladybugs are cool because this could be like maybe an image of ladybugs. But generally, when I see ladybugs, that's one of my triggers for gardening. People that have a close connection with gardening, nature, that type of thing. Does this make any sense to you? Oh, uh, Since COVID started, I have gone crazy with houseplants. I am a houseplant crazy lady now. Oh, my gosh. That means recently, just since March. So he's been watching. Yeah. Just since March and the Easter time frame. See how the messages can have more than one oh, meaning. Oh, okay. yeah. Wow. Now, very good. Yeah. Reason, very good. And the reason that he's bringing this up, Nancy, is the, the houseplants, the gardening that you're doing, this is his way of letting you know that he is around you and aware of what is happening in your life. He also wants you to know, oh, wait, hold on, before he gets into the fluffy emotional messages, mm, I feel like I just took a bite out of the most delicious Bosch pear. What is it with the fruit pears? I mean, I can taste it. Do you love pears, hate pears? Your dad liked pears, and hate the, pears, but I'm pears. Yeah, my neighbor had a pear tree when we were kids, and they used to come all fall into our yard. There was tons of pears just for a short time every year. Yeah. Isn't Perfect. that funny? Okay. I don't know if they were Bosch so pears. I don't remember, fu- but it was pears. Yeah. You see, in, in, in spirit communication, um, what I think doesn't matter, it's how it resonates with you. Okay, because to me, right, you know, right. pears are nice and they're delicious and all, but it doesn't have any particular significance. But do you see yeah. how this immediately evoked a pleasant memory? Okay. And so yeah. your father could not possibly be more proud of you. And I know Aww. that we all want to hear that. And he's letting me know that he did tell you this. He did tell you this when he was here in this world. He said, but she needs to hear it again. She mm. needs to hear it again. Oh, that's nice. He was affectionate, though. But that's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that funny? And the pears, that, that definitely was a sign. Because we live in the city. I, I don't know how my neighbor had a, had a pear tree, but he did. Oh, isn't that funny, huh? Well, thank cool. you. Hey, what's oh, with the wow. rigatoni? What's oh, with the rigatoni? Well, where we live, there's wonderful, wonderful Italian uh, restaurants, and my father <laughs> loved rigatoni. Yeah, he loved. Well, there it. you go. All... Now, let me explain why that's so important. Um, when a spirit gives me a message of an explanatory or advisory nature, and he was explaining how he was so proud of you and still is. Okay, that's nice. It's the advice and explanation. But then when the spirit follows that up with an objectively verifiable fact, rigatoni, and your dad loved rigatoni, that verifiable fact is how he's letting you and I know that we properly received and interpreted the message. And he's leaving you with this message. I'm tasting a big chunk of, I'm not sure if it's Romano or Asiago cheese, and a whole <laughs> little bowl of capers. 
Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, I'm getting so, hungry here. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, that's wonderful. wonderful. You are so <laughs> welcome, Nancy. God bless you. And, you know, um, on behalf of everybody on planet Earth, let's all thank your dad and all the other uh, spirits uh, that served in the military for protecting us. Yes, thank yeah. them all. Oh. Thank you so much for that. Um, look, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, let's go to a short break, Benny and, and David, if we can. And when we come back, Cynthia, we're going to go right to the phone. Uh, but let's take a short break. And for those of you out there, when we come back, we're going to let you know how you can work directly with Mark and also how to tune in to the psychic and the doc. Let's take a short break, Cynthia. When we come back, you're on live. We'll be right back. Are you one of the many women in the world who've carried the burdens of work and family with the added circumstance of the pandemic? You are not alone. Join Mary Rose Campbell with five other powerful women on Saturday, December 5th. Start Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Tune in to the show Heart Change Consciousness with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. 
Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. For more information about us, you can certainly go to the drpatshow.com. And, you know, uh, of course, for those of you out there, uh, you could tune in to the show that Mark and I do together, The Psychic and the Doc, and we'll tell you all about that. Mark, for you, what is the best place for people to connect with you personally, but also get copies of your books, all of the above? Um, my website, evidenceofeternity.com. And, you know, my books, Never Letting Go and Evidence of Eternity, have been recommended by grief counselors and hospice organizations worldwide. And if you or someone that you, you care about is facing this holiday season without a loved one, these are the gifts that will keep on giving. Um, I wrote them because... People need a guide on the journey through grief and one that doesn't preach at them, one that doesn't tell them how you're supposed to feel, but one that lets you know that our relationship with our loved ones does not cease upon their physical death, but rather it transforms from one of a physical nature to a spiritual nature. So to book a session with me or to find out about my books, and I invite you to sign up for my newsletter please visit evidenceofeternity.com. Beautiful. Look, we have got another incredible, fabulous listener joining us here today. Let us go to the phones, Benny. And I think we have Cynthia, right, Benny? We do. Cynthia from Issaquah, welcome to the show. All right, Cynthia, how can we help you today? Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. And Mark, it's so lovely to hear you talk about history. Uh, I I love the show with John Adams. There's also a good one uh, with um, Ulysses C. Grant that DiCaprio put I, I out. I saw it. Uh, that's I been saw on Annie. it. That, that, that's an yeah, amazing one. Wasn't that yeah. great? I mean, it gave us a oh, whole yeah, different look at, at Ulysses oh. S. Grant. Yeah, so I, I know people are waiting. Thanks for taking my call. So, Okay, so in my New York Minute, um, I have an ancestor that uh, was actually a mule driver in the Civil War. He picked up dead bodies. He was like 16, because I go way back on my father's side. And my father was a Korean vet and a World War II vet. And um, Was was your father, um, did he have something to do with aviation, uh, flyer, or some type of, something to do with uh, uh, the Air Force or aviation? He was in the army. Interesting, because I keep seeing uh, bombers and I keep seeing um, like uh, mechanical infrastructure for aircraft. He, he, he possibly could have been. Yeah, uh, he didn't really talk about the war. Well, the reason that I bring this up is, see, originally the Air Force wasn't called the Air Force. It was called the U.S. Army Air Force, and it was part Ah. of the Army, and it wasn't until after World War II that it became a separate branch of the military. So by Korea, then we had an Air Force, okay? And uh, it's just interesting. When you're talking about your father, I kept seeing, like, um, heavy cargo uh, planes, like uh, now they'd call them C-130s. I don't know what they called, uh, what the equivalent of that would have been back then. Um, and hold on, what I'm getting 
with the male energy he's coming through, I'm tasting a lot of blood. So what this is indicating to me is there could mm -hmm. have been an internal hemorrhage or some type of infection or problem with his blood prior to passing. I'm also getting an icy sensation in my feet and in my hands, which is an indicator of circulation um, problems, circulation issues, and that may tie into the blood. Um, but what I'm getting is that uh, when he did pass, he was still sharp as a tack. He knew it was going on. And, um, but I keep, God, I keep feeling clots, like blood clots. Could be in his lungs, could be like, I, I just keep getting these, these blood clots. And it feels to me that he had a lot of health issues going on, but then all of a sudden something happened and his passing um, while not unexpected, wasn't expected when he died. Does that make any sense to you? Yes, that does. Yes, that okay. does. And there was clotting. There was clotting. Okay. So that's why he's bringing up all the blood. Okay. Hold on. Let's see what he's got to say. Boy, was your dad like a Mr. Fix-It? Because, man, he keeps showing me crescent wrenches, um, screwdrivers, yeah. um, nuts, yeah. bolts. Yeah, that's him. Fixing everything. Tractors. Okay. Uh, Cynthia, if you could speak up a bit, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, so we got your dad here on the line. And is there a Jerry or a Gerald connected to you or him? Uh, Jerry or Gerald. Yeah, keep it like a Jerry or a Gerald. Could be Harold, hmm. but I mean, I'm getting Gerald. Don't stress on it. I'd rather you make a note on that. Okay. That could be another spirit. Or it could be somebody, for all you know, you're going to meet somebody with that name tomorrow. Okay. Let me keep working with him. Now, um, he said you keep writing, writing, writing. Are you sending, I mean, look, I know people are sending out Christmas cards and all this, but he shows you like with all these papers, all these documents, writing, writing, writing. Does that make any sense? Is there something going on right now where you're dealing with a lot of paperwork? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, he said, don't give up the hope. Don't give up the ship. See it through. See it through. See it through. What, what was, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. He yeah. said, and is this have to do with finances? Because now he's showing me red ink versus black ink. Red ink versus black ink. And you're really looking at the red column. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I am worried. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just funny the way he no, said it. No, I know. It. I could see him saying that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And coconut macaroons. Wow, today must be food day. What's with you? What's with you or your dad with the coconut macaroon cookies? Uh, he Can liked you? macaroons. There we go. All right. What about coconut? You so love it. Your, it yeah, makes sense to you in evidence. any way. Yeah, he liked macaroons, <laughs> and I like them too. <laughs> and you like them too. But what about coconut? Is there some significance to you or him with coconut or coconut oil? Uh, I think because he was in. He had a lot to do with South Pacific. I don't know, and coconut. No, 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 no. That, that could be no. it, but how does it make sense to you? There's something about you with coconut, coconut oil, and coconut milk, and uh, when he focuses on you, I'm getting a lot of sinus pressure, pressure in my temples. Do you get a lot of headaches or migraines? Yes, recently I have been getting, yes. Okay. Um, coconuts can trigger migraines. Um, so if you're eating coconut, um, nuts, beans, seeds, which coconuts are, 
Um, and that may be his way of getting me to the, the migraines or the, uh, the tension headaches that you're getting. And he also says that the air quality where you're at is not ideal. What's going on with your air filtration system or the, the air quality where you're at? Yeah, it's probably not very good. I live near a creek, and I, I, I don't know. I, I'm always congested. So probably congested. Do the, okay, there's the users. link. There's a link between what's going on with your air quality and the sinus pressure in your head. So you've got to do something there to clean up the air quality. I don't know if you need electrostat filters in your system or some ionizers, but there's something there which is contributing to the headaches. And that's why he's coming through and giving us this message. I'm also smelling menthol and eucalyptus. Okay, so maybe you need to start using some aromatherapy with uh, some eucalyptus oil, but he's showing, he's projecting uh, onto you about how your sinuses and the bronchial tubes in your upper lungs uh, need to be relaxed and open to help relieve these, he calls them these pesky damn headaches. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I just got a diffuser, so. Well, All right, well, make sure you're using <laughs> yeah. some eucalyptus. You may want to throw in a little bit of yesterday. evergreen for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, well, thank you for calling in. Thank you. Guys. God bless. Thank, thank you. you so much. Um, you know, it's interesting about that because <clears throat> it's funny you're even bringing it up. I got a great air filter machine for Mary Jane Mack the other day, and um, it's really interesting how there's so much of this now happening because I have that. I also have a diffuser. And I think intuitively we're getting a sense that we need to really open up our airways to yes. breathe. Yes. We need to breathe now, right? Um, we, yes. Go um, ahead. The, the COVID, uh, you know, if people say we should be thankful for, uh, look, no, uh, we shouldn't be thankful for COVID. Um, but what COVID has done is brought our attention to a lot of things. And Dr. Pat, as usual, you nailed it right on the head. We need to open up our air passages. We need to breathe. COVID is an upper respiratory or it's one of the areas that it attacks. Okay, that's why people have to be on ventilators. It is airborne. It is transmitted by touching our mucous membranes, okay? So spirits give us a lot of these messages. So when we're home, let's use these diffusers. Let's get our, our, um, our breathing system, our, our lungs, our bronchial tubes, our sinus passages relaxed and open. Let's make sure, and, and uh, let's make sure our air quality is pure. This is all tied into keeping optimal health. One of the reasons that some of the Asian countries like Japan and Taiwan and South Korea have so few deaths from COVID is because they wear masks during flu. I've been in Japan. I've spent yeah. a lot of time in Japan. Yeah, they wear masks. It, you know, during flu season, everyone's wearing a mask. Americans don't. You know, we're hacking, coughing, picking our nose, touching, you know, things. I mean, I, I've been at, uh, I won't even eat at a salad bar anymore at a restaurant. I remember watching people like sneezing on the salad. It's like, okay, not doing that. The thing is, that doesn't happen in Asia because the culture is aware of this. Now, all of this is bringing our attention to it. Our air quality is very important. So, so you're right. We have to learn how to breathe and to keep those yeah. passages protected. 
Yeah. And, you know, you're right about this because I have a couple of friends, too. Of course, uh, you know, I play table tennis, ping pong. And, you know, not only that, but now you can even buy portable, really, oxygen, little small oxygen. But my friends, they have these oxygen packs. So I hadn't really thought about it, Mark, till you just brought it up, right? I hadn't put the two together, you know. To, to have somebody in, in Japan say you have to wear a mask, it's like, okay, which one do you want me to wear? Um, but we've learned a lot. You know, we've learned a lot. And, you know, this brings up for so many people, it brings up concerns when it comes to the word freedom. And we have the, the, uh, the case on both sides. You know, we have the case on both sides. Um, but this point moving forward, there are lessons that we're learning about this. We've learned lessons from World War One, World War Two. We certainly have learned lessons from Vietnam, the war that nobody talks about anymore. Um, uh, well, actually, they never really talked about it then either. You know, the only talk we did about Vietnam was let's get out. Um, but so many people lost their lives there. Yes. Um, I mean, the stories of my friends coming home and the trauma they experience. And, you know, here's the thing. I want to I want to really echo something you said, Mark. I've done more shows with the VA and attempting to get support for our vets than I can imagine. The realization for me is why are we having to do that? Why aren't our vets taken care of? Why are we cutting their hospital care and their benefits? So this is a part of the conversation that when we think about honoring people, you know, it would be liking taking healthcare away from nurses. That, that, that's really the degree of insanity when it comes to the people that have served and are now home. And I, I hope that we get smart about how important these heroes are to us. Absolutely. Um, you know, when my dad was, was uh, dying of cancer, um, Dealing with the VA, I mean, certainly the personnel, the doctors, the people that work there were fantastic, but the bureaucracy, I mean, trying to get him aid and attendance benefits, we had to apply three times because you're supposed to get denied twice before you get it on the third. I mean, it's like all these ridiculous rules and regulations. I mean, when you have somebody that's in their 70s, 80s, or 90s, and they're sick, and uh, it's hard for them to travel and you throw at them this huge layer of bureaucracy, that's absurd. Um, the, these, these heroes should not be struggling. When I see homeless veterans, that should not be happening. And one of the, the biggest things um, is post-traumatic stress disorder. They're not being treated for properly. I, when I was practicing law full-time, I had a client who kept getting arrested and he was this big, he was a Delta Force guy. And he, you know, it'd take like six cops to take him down, you know? And, and so I was, I had him in my office and I'm going over his medications. He was on three different uh, uh, pain medications, three different mood stabilizers, two different sleeping pills. And I said, well, how many doctors do you have? He said like, well, five doctors. And the thing is there was no one doctor coordinating everything they didn't know they were giving him duplicate prescriptions. And so when we started looking it up in the PDF, 
some of the side effects of these were psychotic outbursts. I called the VA, talked to a doctor. They said, he's on what? They couldn't believe it. They got him on one, one mood stabilizer, one sedative, one sleeping pill, and the psychotic episodes disappeared. But the thing is, I mean, even the infrastructure, there should be one physician in charge of, of what, what medications is this person on? I mean, that's just one example. So I don't care who's in the White House, who's in the State House, or excuse me, um, in the House of Representatives or the Senate. This is not a by, this is not a, a partisan issue. This is an American issue. If we're going to ask these men and women to go put their lives on the line, for God's sakes, we need to take care of them when they're there and when they get back. So um, anyway, I, I you know, I, I just feel very strongly about this, having dealt with it firsthand. It's not right. Yeah. You know, Mark, so much of this, really, we talk about in the shows we do together. But also, you know, we've opened up the portal on the show, The Psychic and the Doc. You know, we've got a great show coming up here on uh, this Thursday uh, to talk about, you know, some of the Jewish holidays and traditions. We talked about Christmas last week. Um, one of the things I love about this is the expansive nature. And for folks that didn't get a chance to call in today, they will get a chance to call in on Thursday. Tell folks a little bit about the psychic and the doc from your perspective. The psychic and the doc is, is unlike any other show that I've ever been on or any other show that I've seen, because there's a lot of shows with, with psychics. There's a lot of shows with doctors um, there's a lot of shows with lawyers, but there's no show with the psychic lawyer and Dr. Pat. And we came up with this idea because when I'd been on your shows in the past and people would call in and I would make a connection with them with a loved one in spirit. And then Dr. Pat would say, well, you know, it seems to me that you're also dealing with this issue. And so we felt that there was a synergistic effect here. This is all about helping people. Um, and so the psychic in the dock is unique. It's fresh. It's new. It's different. And let's face it, where else do you, it's like a psychic day spa. Okay. You come in and, and you're going to get a connection with a loved one in spirit. And then Dr. Pat is going to use her street smart intuitive sense. And she's a world renowned behavioral psychologist, not to critique you, not to put you down, but to empower you. And that's what the psychic and the doc is all about. And, and we call it your, your practical paranormal power unleashed. I love it. Mark, thank you so much for remembering and honoring, you know, this day, December 7th. Thank you so much for all that you do to help people literally make the transition energetically for those that have passed their loved ones and being able to gain the knowledge and wisdom to live today, what's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Freedom isn't free. Remember that somebody paid the price for your freedom with his and her life. Mark Anthony, everybody out there. I'm Dr. Pat. For more information about me, you can go to the drpatshow.com. Certainly, for more information about the network, you can go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. And remember to take a minute and really look up 
and honor those people in your life, those people that are out in the front lines or maybe not so much out in the front lines that enable us to live and breathe in a healthy, prosperous, prosperous country. Thank you all. We'll see you on Thursday.